Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me, by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's plan to make the rest of our life the best of our life. Before we get started with this week's episode, can I just remind you to please, please, please review, share and subscribe to the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you do want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life, take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out more about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 45 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called In Retirement, How I Got My Invention on National TV. And in a few moments, you can hear the conversation I had with Grandmapreneur Connie Inukai. You'll be exhausted when you hear how much she fits into her retirement. Anyway, before that, how is everyone? I'm feeling a lot more inspired this week, thank goodness. If you remember, I was in quite a fog for the last week or so. Apparently it is normal in these coronavirus times, not that anybody knows what normal is. So I want to begin this episode by reading an extract from an article I read, which is quite reassuring. I've omitted a couple of sentences that are relevant to students at uni, but you can read the full article by following the link in the show notes. The article appeared in the online edition of the Chronicle of Higher Education and it's called Why You Should Ignore All That Coronavirus-Inspired Productivity. It's written by Aisha Ahmed, who is an Assistant Professor of Political Science at the University of Toronto. So here goes. Your first few days and weeks in a crisis are crucial, and you should make ample room to allow for mental adjustment. It's perfectly normal and appropriate to feel bad and lost during this initial transition. No sane person feels good during a global disaster, so be grateful for the discomfort of your sanity. At this stage, I would focus on food, family, friends and maybe fitness. You will not become an Olympic athlete in the next two weeks, so don't put ridiculous expectations on your body. Next, ignore everyone who's posting productivity porn on social media right now. It is okay that you keep waking up at 3am. It is okay that you forgot to eat lunch and cannot do a Zoom yoga class. Know that you are not failing. Let go of all the profoundly daft ideas you have about what you should be doing right now. Instead, focus intensely on your physical and psychological security. Your first priority during this early period should be securing your home. Get sensible essentials for your pantry. Clean your house and make a coordinated family plan. Have reasonable conversations with your loved ones about emergency preparedness. 
If you have a loved one who is an emergency worker or essential worker, redirect your energies and support that person as your top priority. Identify their needs and then meet those needs. And as I mentioned, there is a link to the full article in the show notes. Now, as you've got older and your situation and your needs change, have you ever had an idea and thought, oh, that'd be a great invention, but then lacked the wherewithal to make it happen? Yeah? Well, you'll love my guest this week. Connie Inukite is from Maryland in America. She's 72 years of age. I have her permission to say that. And since retiring from her long career as a university professor, she's been living a very different life and one that you will find very inspirational. Well, I did anyway. But before that, instead of a handy life hack, as I mentioned the other week, I've seen a lot on social media about how to make the most of this very strange period in our lives. And so each week that we're in this coronavirus situation, I will try to bring you the best ideas that I've seen to keep us productive and, of course, entertained. Last week we had gardening tips. So here are my top five tips for keeping yourselves entertained. One, rediscover an old board game, a jigsaw or a training manual. Two, contact an old friend, one that you haven't spoken to for at least a year. Three, write a limerick, five lines, you know, A-A-B-B-A. I can give you an example. It's a bit cheeky. There once was a man called Reg who went with a girl in a hedge. Along came his wife with a big carving knife and cut off his meat and two veg. There you go, you get the idea. Four, treat yourself to a scented bubble bath with candles, wine and a book. Don't drop it in though. Five, have a kitchen disco. Play your favourite music and dance like no one's watching. They're not, because they're all in isolation, like you. Here's a quick word about the directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life journal. I'm going to stress again the benefits of journaling. And don't tell me you haven't got time. The journal is a year long, it's undated, And as I keep saying, it's big. So there's lots of room for reflection and planning. It's not just a diary or a planner. It's a place to write your thoughts and work on breaking bad habits and developing new traits and skills. And of course, you get the added bonus gift of eight meditation tracks to download. My stock of journals was for delegates at my forthcoming workshops, but as they are no longer happening, and it's desperate times, desperate measures, I'm going to put a link in the show notes that'll give you the journal for £23 instead of £33. And of course, I'm not going anywhere, so if you do need any help to get started, please feel free to contact me. Have a look at the link. In our lifetime, we have never had a more relevant time to journal what we're thinking and what we're doing, and what we're planning for the future. Here's Connie. 
today on the Director of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast, I have the very lovely Connie Inukai, who is based in Maryland, near Washington. Have I got my geography right? Did you yes. say near Washington? Washington? Near Washington, D.C. And Connie is an inventor, a grandmapreneur, an author, and a caregiver to her two young grandchildren. And obviously living proof that a second act entrepreneur can succeed. It's not too late and you're not too old <laughs> so at any age. So welcome, Connie. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. You haven't always been an inventor, have you? But that's how you've really come into your own over the last few years, haven't you? So what did you do before and how did you get here? Um, well, I was a, a professor at the University of Maryland for 35 years, mm -hmm. and I used to teach technical writing uh, to engineers and computer scientists um, about how to write their reports better. Right. And I absolutely loved it. And I used to inspire uh, my students who were graduating seniors, mostly, on how to, how, what to do to be successful in their career. And writing was a big part of it. So actually after I retired, I didn't retire because I had to, um, you know, because of my age, even though I was 68 when I retired. Right. I didn't, I didn't retire because of that. I retired because I had so many ideas of my own. And instead of just inspiring students, I decided to inspire myself. Wow. Other people my age. <laughs> Well, that's brilliant because a lot of people do have ideas, but they no longer have the passion to see them through because you think, oh, it's too, if I'd thought about it 30 years ago, well, maybe. But a lot of people forget that 60, 70, we could be here for another 20, 30 years. So exactly. why not be doing what you want to do? And passion has no age. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you... Tell us what, what, what it is that you invented and how you got the wherewithal to get it produced and uh, out to the market. Well, I, I got the idea um, um, because I used to go out to eat with my friends and with my family and nobody could read the menu because mm -hmm. the print was too small and the restaurant was too dark. So we had to pass around reading glasses or we would hold the menu like this. Or like this. That's me. Or, or, or take off our glasses to read it. And I said, you know, there's got to be something. And um, uh, so I invented um, Tip and Split. This, mm -hmm. is, this is my product. Can you see it? Yes. Yeah. What, if, what for I anyone did. listening on the podcast rather than seeing the video, it looks like a calculator with an extension on top, doesn't it? That's yeah. a magnifying glass, isn't it? Right, it's got a magnifying glass, okay. and it also has a light. Mm -hmm. So you can shine it if the restaurant is too dark. Because I used to walk around the restaurant and look for a candle, because mm. I could not see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so this is, great for, uh, this is great for reading the menu, the bill, and the bill. And then mm -hmm. I added on a few little uh, fun things to it. And I added um, a calculating device. It's not a real calculator. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you can push a button, put in the, the amount of the bill, push enter, um, put in a tip, say 18, 20, 21, whatever you want to do, push yeah. enter, it will tell you the tip. You push enter, it will tell you the total bill yeah. plus the tip. 
Then you can push enter again and it'll ask you if you want to split it and you can say five and it'll tell you what each person. Right. So like five people in your party. Yeah. Wow. That is brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. I I would think a lot of ages could do with the calculator part anyway, couldn't they? I started inventing it right before I retired and I told my students about it and they said, it's not just for, uh, you know, older people. Yeah. Okay. It's also for, for us, first of all, when we've had too much to drink, we can't <laughs> have anything. Good point. <laughs> and second of all, younger people, younger people really don't know math. Yeah. They're, so used, they're so used to calculators. So, so I, invented, I invented this because um, a lot of people, you know, there are apps that do the calculating devices, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people my age don't want to use a smartphone in a restaurant when we're mm-hmm. eating. So this is to keep the phone away from the table. So mm. you can just not be uh, tempted to look at your text messages and, and, and you know, your emails and all that. So that's what mm-hmm. this is for. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fantastic. But Thank you. Have, having that idea, because you had the problem, so you found a solution. Yes. How did you manage to sort of find, I call it the, the wherewithal, it's such an old lady word, um, find the wherewithal to get it into production well the best thing that happened to me is i'm divorced from a brilliant mathematician right and we're friends Mm -hmm. and he can do anything he's an electrical engineer and a mathematician and i told him my my idea and he developed all the algorithms to make it run smoothly Uh uh-huh so it's just push a button this push a button that push a button this so then i uh I mean, he's been working with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I found a manufacturer to produce it, manufacturer in China to produce uh-huh. it. And then uh, I started making it. Right. So was it easy to, to find a manufacturer because of your husband's contacts? Or was it because you just found the, the right people on the internet searching for manufacturers, etc.? Well, um, I, I really have to tell you, Marsha, it was a horror uh, working with a manufacturer because mm-hmm. uh, my manufacturer was terrible. Right. And they, they just couldn't get it right. And I met them at a trade show because the man was speaking about manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So I decided he must be good. Yeah. Well, I hired him and he said, this is Engineering 101. And it took him one and a half years to develop it. And then um, I got my product on The View. It's a TV show you may not, it's part of Good Morning America. Oh, right. Um, I got my product on and right before it went on, he sent me my product and it was defective. Oh. And so I've I've had a lot of problems and I had to take off a little time till I I, I didn't want to sell it until it was perfect. And now they're perfect. Mm-hmm. now they're perfect a new manufacturer and all is well <laughs> yes yes excellent and you mentioned then that you got on tv with it and i believe you've been on qvc and other uh-huh. big media outlets how how did you get on there well you know i'm very persistent <laughs> and so i went to a trade show for inventors in pittsburgh right and um they had uh, qvc there you could pitch to them yeah and the first time I went there, I pitched, but my manufacturer didn't even have my product. 
So I just showed pictures of it and everybody loved it. And they said, why don't you come back when you have your product? Uh-huh. So a year later, I went back with my product and they said, do you remember me? I was here last year. And they said, yes, we do. And they said, well, you told me to come back with my product. So here it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they loved it and they put me on QVC. Fantastic. So, so I'm still, I'm still going. I have, I have another invention that I decided not to go with because it's too difficult for me. It's for older people. It's um, something that works like a, an airbag. So when you fall down, you don't, you don't break your, your hip or your, your shoulder. And I thought that's a really good thing because that's the biggest fear of people who are getting older is falling down. I love but that I idea. I didn't pursue it because I just don't have the te technology to back it. I was going to say, if anybody listening thinks, well, yes, it's fine for you. You're retired and you've got loads of time on your hands. You haven't, have you? Because have, am I right in thinking you've got your two young grandchildren living with you? Yes, I do. And we're doing homeschooling now and having fun. So I just told mm -hmm. them that I'm going to be unavailable for a little bit of time mm -hmm. so they can come here. Um, yeah, but I, I have I have so many ideas and it's I think a lot of people don't think that way that you know they they everybody's got an idea. Everybody has an idea. Well not everybody, but I've read that uh, three out of ten people have an invention in their head that they've never followed through on. Well, Les Brown, the, I don't know if, do you know Les Brown, the motivational speaker? Yes. He, who I've met, ooh, and he says that the cemetery is the richest place on earth because that's where all the ideas are buried. The people who have these fantastic ideas for books or paintings or inventions, and they just took them to the grave with them. Right. Well, I'm not going to be one of those. You're definitely <laughs> not one of those. And tell me about this book that you wrote. This is a book that I wrote for other inventors mm -hmm. because I, I, had, I had a lot of uh, fun inventing it. So mm -hmm. I wrote a book to help other people. How I got my product on QVC, the Today Show, The View, and more in my retirement. <laughs> so I have, it's a 25-page book. Anybody wants to email me on my website, I will send them a free PDF of this book. Oh, I'll be doing that. Because a lot of the books are not written for us, for our age, are they? You've written it with our age group in mind. Yeah, I think yeah. you're younger than I am, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyone over 50. <laughs> right, right. Uh, everyone listening to this podcast is over 50 or uh, around that age. Okay, well, that's great. <laughs> so I wrote that book. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just having the time of my life. And I started speaking recently. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people want to know about how I got my publicity. Mm, of course. So that's why I wrote my book. Yeah, yeah. And how are you doing over in the States now with coronavirus? I mean, we're very fortunate in the respect that we have the internet, we have phones, we have everything. We're not out of contact, are we? Um, it, is a, it is a very strange life that we're all living at the moment. How is that affecting you and your family? We're having a lot of time together, and uh, I am absolutely loving it, but I'm doing one more thing. 
you know, I used to be a writing teacher, so I'm writing a book about my life. Ah. Not, not really all about inventing, but it's about me mm-hmm. and my parents and my grandparents uh, and all of my experiences so that I can pass it down to, um, to future generations. Yeah. And the reason I thought about this, Marcia, is that um, uh, I thought about it way before the coronavirus. But I thought about it when uh, Kobe Bryant died. He was a big basketball player. And he died in a plane crash with his daughter. Everybody, his future generations are going to know everything about him. Yeah. Because he was in the news all the time. But what about the ordinary people like us? You know, who's going to know about us? Mm. So I decided to write my story so my children will know about me. I keep pushing my grandchildren to realize that they are living a huge moment in history so write everything down and i'm collecting newspaper headlines etc for my one of my grandsons who's putting a memory book together and Uh just yeah the what we're doing now and how we've had to adapt our lives will be a huge part of history in in a few years time won't it Oh yeah. Well, this is, this is really, really something. And most people like have the time to do this. Mm. So I spent um, weeks gathering up all of my old pictures Mm -hmm. because the new ones are on digital and on the phone, but I learned how to, um, to put the old photo albums into digital format. So you're asking how this affects me. So I'm trying to put my skills to use because I was a writing teacher. And uh, writing is very important, and I'm retired now, and I have five grandchildren, and I want to make sure that they remember me. Of course, yeah, yeah. I think that's an amazing idea. Well, I'm, I'm having a very fun time learning now about how to make a book, how to use templates to organize it, what kind of text mm. to write. Yeah. Most of my pictures are going are gonna to have captions on them, mm-hmm. so people will remember it. Yeah, yeah. Me. I'm only doing my grandparents, right? Uh, and my my parents. I'm I'm doing a lot about my parents. Yeah. Not a lot, yeah. maybe two pages for each parent. Right. So you, it's from information that you know already. Yeah. And pictures yeah. that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Ah. And then I haven't gotten yet to. I, I'm I'm still at high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, talking about that. Now seems like a good time to ask you the question that I do ask most of my guests. If you were to meet the teenage Connie and she could see you now and what you're doing now, what would she think? Yes, I'm really proud of the way we did that. And what might she think? I wish we'd approach that differently going through our life. Um, That's a very interesting question. And um, I'll tell you, uh, one of my pivotal points in my teenage years was I had a boyfriend who died in a car crash. Right. And um, it was devastating to me because he was brilliant. I was so happy to, to have known him mm-hmm. and um, he died and he was so good. He was, he was 16 years old and already uh, planned to go to Yale. Wow. And uh, he was much more brilliant than I ever was. So I, I sort of made a commitment that I would do everything that he can't do. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm, I am doing my job. I think I'm fulfilling my commitment to Clayton. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's actually a big part of my, not a big part. He's like two pages in my book. 
right yeah yeah so it's kind of influenced your perspective going forward all through your life then you know right now we always think about you know like life is short make the most of Mm. it but i really learned that at age 15 yeah yeah oh my goodness So, so that's an interesting question and is there anything that you think looking back the teenage you might have thought i think we should have done that differently not necessarily regrets because you shouldn't regret anything should you it's gone i i I honestly don't think so i think i tried to do everything everything possible excellent excellent well you are absolutely amazing thank you i think you are too (laughs) to have the passion to bring this tip and split to the market and promote it the way you have on on like primetime tv etc it's absolutely awe-inspiring well well, marcia that was just the start that was the launch that was just to launch right right there's more that was just to launch that was my idea i have more ideas yeah that was just to get me into that uh entrepreneurial mind mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh please let us have the link for this facebook group that you've set up to help people with the uh-huh. writing because i think that is such a fantastic idea particularly now when we might be reflecting and we might be we might have more time right. on our hands than than we bargained for okay it's on facebook it's called write your selfie write your selfie oh i like what you did there oh i love that name yeah we shall be in there i will be in that group definitely because um there's a lot of a big list of things that i want to do in this Uh time but i think having a driving force and having someone to be accountable to as well right that's the main thing it's it's gonna help yeah you you can write your own book anybody can write their own book Mm. but i'm just giving them the impetus to start and then to to do feedback and to make them accountable yeah Maybe mm-hmm. every week, I, you know, I check in with them. Do you have any questions? How are you doing? Let me see what you've mm-hmm. done. Yeah, that that's so helpful. Well, I'm basing it on pictures because we all have photo albums. So I'm basing it on pictures to tell their life. Oh, I love it. I love it already. Right. I'm going to go off and find your Facebook group. Now, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how can we do that? Anybody who wants my book can email me. It's on, um, I think it's on my website. You can email me. Uh, anybody who wants to buy my product, I'm selling it for $10. That's a really good bargain. And then mm-hmm. anybody who wants to, to, to write their selfie, that's great. And anybody who wants to talk about inventing to me can connect with me. Right, yes. Okay. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. Um, but yes. You said that's a special deal, isn't it, on the product yes. itself? I normally sold it for $19.95, and now it's $10. I just changed the price for you. Fantastic. <laughs> that's what we like to hear. So, yeah, as I say, all the links will be in the show notes. Do keep in touch. Thank you so much. And ha- have Thank a you, lovely you day. You Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Connie. Thanks. Isn't she amazing, ladies and gentlemen? If you do want to take Connie up on her offer, there's a link in the show notes to her website and social media. And I do want to add that if you're listening from the UK, there will obviously be a charge for delivery on the tip and split. Here's the quiz question. 
The answer to last week's quiz is the Bee Gees. If you want to know what the question was, well, you'll have to listen back to episode 44. Here's this week's question. Where did parts of Skylab land when it fell to Earth? No Googling, remember? I'll give you the answer next week. Thanks so much for listening this week. Remember to tell your friends about this podcast and remember my deal on the My Best Life journal. There's no time like the present to do a bit of self-reflection and to get into the rhythm of keeping tabs on your mind and body self-care routine. If it's something that you thought of doing one day, well, today is that day. Do look after yourselves. If you do need a bit of company, don't forget that you can catch up on the previous directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcasts. If we've learned anything by our age, it's that nothing is forever. It's just a very strange time. See you next week. The directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms as well as via our website. So please keep listening and tell your friends all about it. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. You'll find all the relevant links in the show notes. Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about making our life happier and easier. So if you do have suggestions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at googleit.com. Have a fantastically happy week and I'll see you next time.